to today's show. We like to call it Please Be My Care Bear. I'm Shep Shepard, your host for this evening. Thank you. And tonight we have Henry Evans, a farmhand for one of the middle states. Tell us, Henry, what do you look for in a woman? <laughs> Viable income. She got to be breathing. And uh, I'll say mid to low self-esteem. Well, all right. We're chock full of those tonight. Let's meet our contestants. We have Raven, 36-year-old dance instructor from Reno, Nevada. Hey, Raven from Reno. How are you? And tell us a little bit about yourself. Thanks, Shep. Um, doing pretty good. Uh, you know, just out here doing my thing. Um, I've been teaching dance for about, mm, I'll say about 14 years. Uh, I like beaches, uh, foods that start with consonants. You know, I'm just your regular schmegler type of woman out here. Raven, um... Could it possibly be that... Are are you originally from New York or anything? No. No. Reno. Born and raised. Why would you even think that? No reason. Alright. Next up, we have... uh, Let me see. Shanice. 35 years old from Kansas City, Missouri. Give us a tea, Shanice. Uh, hi. Um, my name is Shanice. Um, I am 35, and I, I'm a ghost hunter for my profession. Um, so I'll say this. Pick me or uh, I'll haunt your dreams. <laughs> well, I sleep naked, so, you know, come on with it. <laughs> Settle down there, asshole. Lastly... But not least, we have Karen from Misery, Minnesota. Hi, I'm Karen. Um, I'm 30-ish, and I'm widowed. Oh, um, I'm sorry to hear that there, Karen. Yeah, yeah. My husband told me he was dead inside, and he packed up all his stuff in his dusty Adidas bag and left. Oh, okay. Well, how unfair. Let's play! Henry, do you have a question for the contestants? Tell me, ladies. Uh, what's your perfect, uh, perfect uh, guesstimation of a date? Uh, and do note, uh, sucking is optional. Um, I'm not gonna lie. A nice Evening at the ballpark. A slice of pepperoni from Sal's up the street. Just a little conversation. That that does it for me every time. Brooklyn? No, 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 no. Maybe Queens? Nope, never mind. Shanunu! What's your version of a perfect date? Shanice. Ugh. Um... I would say going to some kind of 
haunted location, bringing some sleeping bags, and uh, basically waiting for the voices to come. Sounds like we'll we'll be spooning on that date. <laughs> yeah, if they if they don't find your sacrificed corpse in the backyard, Karen. Same question. Well, I figured that we would go to a Black Lives Matter protest and we would counter protest with an appropriate message, such as, why, I, I'm sorry, all, all lives matter. Then you would whisk me off to a mom's and pops type of restaurant. There we would harass the workers, maskless, of course. And then after that, we would go sit in a parking lot and give out social violations for people that park on the line or don't put their shopping cart back in the in the, the thing where they're you know they're they're supposed to put it. Uh, okay, Henry. So now comes the part of the show. Well, one of these ladies has to go. You are to break it down gently to one of them so go ahead and then shortly thereafter Karen will be escorted out if you touch me I'm calling the police thank you thank you thank you I appreciate you being here My name is Patricia G, and you have stepped into the Karen Chronicles G again you've stepped into the Karen Chronicles 2.0 and as always I appreciate you being here um just sitting here in hot ass Houston Texas um I don't know what's worse right now if it's the concerns of the Rona or the heat because the Rona is not what's keeping me inside kids aka the fact that it was like 103 couple of nights ago around nine that that would be the determining factor (laughs) yeah so anyway what are we talking about today well of course we're talking about karen but what facet of karen are we are we discussing today and i decided you know hmm, karen needs love karen needs affection warmth lust whatever you want to call it and so that's what we're gonna be discussing today we're gonna talk about karen in a relationship kevin in a relationship how does that work how do you get them how do you keep them and if you gotta cut them cut them so sit back pour something up frothy or strong and let's talk about it and first of all We'll start with, how do you court a Karen? 
So the million dollar question, folks, is how exactly do you court a Karen? How do you, you know, wrangle her in or what have you and, and you know, start the potential of a relationship? Because, you know, at the end of the day, we all just want to be loved and taken care of. Karens and Kevins are included in that equation as well. But here's the thing, nine times out of 10, you won't know that you're actually courting a Karen. You know what I mean? Typically, people will quote unquote, put their best face forward. Lie, pretend. Cause people are not gonna give you 100% themselves in those beginning stages. You know what I mean? Like. And when you think about it, who the fuck other than a Karen or Kevin or what have you will want a Karen? Who who wants that that trouble? If Karen showed you right off the back exactly who she was, you really think you're going to stick around? It takes too much work to stick around and deal with that. So much work, you probably need like a W-2 through like a W-18 for all that shit. The constant complaining, the the constant, well, we can't go there because, dick, 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 dick. or the, well, I had a problem over here. They typically, and it could be like your favorite restaurant. You love it. She went there and like 96 had a bad experience and she wrote them off for good. And the bad experience was probably as minuscule as fuck. But now you with the bitch. She don't want to go to Chipotle, so now you can't go get you a taco or what have you. You know what I mean? And I guess, realistically, all Karen wants is just to be loved like the rest of us. So, you know, bringing her flowers, uh, candy, little text messages in the morning. Good morning, beautiful. That shit. Karen eats that shit up because one, you're paying attention to her and essentially all Karens are attention whores, you know, until, you know, they get viral and they lose their job and shit like that or whatever, you know, that's another topic. Anyway, um, she, or, you know, he, Kevin just wants you to be that, that soft place for them to fall when dealing with this hard cruel cold world out here and with that being said you gotta be careful with caring when you do all of that nice stuff when you do all of that sweet stuff the honeymoon phase if you will because sometimes caring will take that niceness and somehow transform it to weakness which is you know, her currency, her compl- you complying or you letting things go, what have you, is a fuel to her fire. Um, it's much easier for you to be non-confrontational and more easygoing than most. 
the less you put up a fight about certain things, the better for Kevin or the better for Karen. They also enjoy the the finer things in life, you know. Uh, example: Let's say they live like in a matchbox, right? But they have a nice truck. They can utilize that truck in arguments that they have in the future because you know Karen is always going to have an argument um take for example in the parking lot when they think somebody's done them wrong and you know i can say well you know what i'll tell you this much i didn't need that last bottle of windex honey okay you see that truck out there yeah bitch that's all mine okay why don't you try to get like me instead of hating me? Okay. <laughs> Sometimes they'll use that truck to block you in because you used too many coupons two weeks ago when she was behind you at the Piggly Wiggly and she remembered you. Huh. Make sure that you're also a good listener. Because she's always going to tell you a story of how she was wrong. Karen wants to talk vent and complain all the damn time now whatever you're going through don't mean shit because karen is always the victim karen is always being ambushed attacked people can ask her simple questions and 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 they just say the wrong thing all the time now also outside of listening She's wanting wanting to see overt um, displays of action, meaning she wants to go out on a date here and there. Um, She wants you to always have her on your mind. So, you you know, you just need to call her sometimes to hear her voice. Even when it sounds like this. So you have to have an understanding now what it takes to get a Karen and now that you have that understanding again like I said she's not going to show you her hand at the beginning of the game so now you've slipped up and let your heart open up for her you know you're kind of interested to see how this goes you're you're interested can we have a future together can can we make this work is this the one for me And, and I'll tell you Unless you're a Kevin. No. No, no, hell no. No, 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 no. Well, 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 here we are. Again, you've slipped up and you want to see how much potential this Care Bear Kevin has. You've been on a couple of dates, maybe, just maybe. You've dipped your toes in Lake Quap. Or ladies, maybe you've taken that vitamin D and you're all in, honey. So, you know, what's what's the next step? Are they staying at your house at this point? Does Karen have her you know, quicksand strength tampons stored at your house just in case. I don't know. But 
What happens now, typically, is you want to, again, you want to integrate this person into the rest of your life. You don't want two separate lives. You want everything to coexist and be all kumbaya and whatnot. So you you let her meet the folks in your life. Now, of course, this is good for two reasons. One is the ideal that you're able to comp- incorporate um, people into your life. And the hope is that everyone gets along whenever you're out and about or whenever you're spending quality time. You get to spend it all in the same place with the same people. There's no, hey, um, I can only stay here till six and then I got to go. No, we can stay till six or maybe we can stay till eight or nine. Let's kick it. You know what I mean? And so once you incorporate this person into your, I guess your circle, you would like to say, you incorporate this person into your circle. Um, you, you hope that everyone meshes and, and gets along and now your, your village gets bigger. Cause again, people like to have other people rooting for them. We all want to have kindred spirits. We all want to be able to celebrate and we all want to be able to come together when we need to come together. <sighs> Isn't that nice? <laughs> but also second part of that is when you do incorporate her or him into your life, you want to be able to have other eyes on this person. You want to be able to maybe have different perspectives, different opinions. Maybe you see something I don't see because, you know, I'm digmatized over here. I'm pussified over here. I don't know. Pussy and dick will make a motherfucker go blind before anything else. You understand? And so, if you have people around you that are, are good people, genuine people, they're going to have your best interests at heart. So you'll be able to get feedback. You'll, like I said, get fresh eyes on a situation. And then maybe that can help you, you know, decide to keep that person around. Or not. And not necessarily like dictate your actions or what they say go, but just, again, a, a different expectation. Um, perspective or what have you because your mom's opinion is going to be different from your cousin's opinion which is going to be different from your best friend's opinion you know what I mean but the goal either if you're dealing with a Kevin or a Karen is they want you to be good they want you to be straight you understand and with that again different perspectives some people will see Karen differently. Even, you know, the group, all the different people in that group may see Karen differently. I'll give you some examples. Some people, when Karen starts to let some of her, you know, little Karenisms out, complaining, um, being judgy based on, you know, money, race, that kind of thing. With that being said, some people may see her as, you know, sweet and perhaps she's misunderstood. Those folks would be what I consider caring enablers. You know what I mean? The ones that, and I always tell my friends this, I'm your friend, but I do not champion foolery. I'm not the type of bitch that's going to get out of my warm house in the wintertime to go sit in front of a club 
to watch your man who's cheated on you several times come out to see if he's cheating with another girl. I don't champion that foolery. You got the wrong motherfucker. Or for you to invest in somebody that's giving you, that's taking maximum investment, but yielding minimum return, good. You you do well with that. I, I can't help you there. But like I say, you do have people like that, Karen enablers. So those people have the tendency, for whatever reason, and I probably, they have a little Karen inside of them too, they'll believe Karen before they believe you and you they dog you they friend so say when Karen feels attacked or ambushed they are the first people on your side of the fence that they're gonna go to because they know they're gonna get like automatic empathy or what have you and then they think with that automatic empathy you have some kind of they I'm sorry they have some kind of influence over you to make you just give in to Karen or Kevin you know what I mean? And so those people in your life, those are arm length people where once they show you they are Karen enablers, I mean, if you want to keep them around as your friend, that's cool. But just know that you got to, you know, I love you, but I love you over there. You understand? Um, I would say probably the next thing or the next type of friend that you would have would be hear me moving my papers <laughs> notes honey notes next are the folks that see uh that see karen for what she or he is karen kevin and rather than deal with them or deal with you they just drop out your life they just i'm gonna leave you with that good luck over there i don't want no parts of it you know what i mean once you and the cab air establish a relationship you become who all who all you may who all who is who all you may ask i'll tell you example you call your cousin or your mom or your aunt they having a party right who all gonna be over there oh it's gonna be mike erica michelle's gonna be there Zena, um Oh, what you been naming? James and Karen gonna be here too. Yeah, I'm good. I don't need no part of that. I, you know, I might come through and just get a plate, but uh, something else came up. I'm not gonna be able to do it. Thanks though. Click. That's when you become who all. You become the 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 person that everyone wants to avoid because when you and Karen enter a room. The energy level and the fun level drops about a quarter and a half. Nobody wants to deal with you. Y'all always arguing for whatever reason. You stand in this sorry-ass relationship and nobody understands why. Nobody don't want to have a talk with you, it's especially these people. They don't want to have a talk with you. They'll just you know, leave you at where you at, and when you become free, they'll holler at you. Last... Certainly, like these, you have the real ones. Karen don't like them, and they damn sure don't like her. These people are usually um, people that you either have like long-term friendships with. I'm talking like high school, elementary, middle school. Like for me, my real ones would probably be um, just based on tenure, if you will. Uh, my homegirl Michelle. Um, my homegirl LaDonna, 
people I went to high school with, Letitia, people who love me and have my best interest in heart and they're not my family or they kind of are my family but just not blood and then of course you know you got your mom and your brothers your sisters and and people like that that have known you all your life and gonna keep it all the way real with you you know what i mean and so they have more time invested in you not to say that you can have a friend that you've known for like a year and they could be through their actions they could have shown you how dope of a friend that they are but again I'm just counting in, you know, time or what have you. And so with those people, since they do know you, they see shit pretty quickly. It doesn't take a minute for them to be like, "Mm, mm, she ain't right. She ain't right. They get it right away. And so the way that they get it is they put more in effort of just, you know, sitting back and paying attention to what Karen says for example, um, when George Floyd was murdered and all of those Black Lives Matter protests were popping up in major cities, little cities or what have you, to sit on a couch and look at that and say anything along the lines of, all I see is just people destroying property. All I see is just thugs out there taking advantage of the situation. All I know is cops have it hard and they have to make split the second decisions. Saying things like that. You know what I'm saying? Sure, you might not have a hood and burn a cross in front of my yard, but I know your intentions, what have you. And so you just sit back and you listen to that. You peep game, right? And so these real ones will also tell you what you need to hear and not what you want to hear. They're going to keep it real with you. And sure, it may hurt your feelings, but the intentions behind it come from nothing but love. Like your your play cousin may pull you aside and say like, you sure this is what you want? And a mom just might be 100% real with you and tell you, yo, I don't trust that bitch. Major- like I said, majority of these people um, genuinely and authentically love you. They only want the best for you. Again, you may not see what's going on because you have on rose-colored glasses. Everything's fine. He takes care of me. Like a good example. I don't know if you remember this show. And um, after it was out, it was, you know, come to find out it was all scripted and fake. But at the time, Heidi and Spencer off of the hills would be a perfect example of a kevin and a karen because what exactly what happened was heidi had to turn into a karen in order to be with her kevin as it was portrayed on the show now we know it was a bunch of bullshit but at the time you saw her distance herself from her friends you saw people trying to shake her like bitch he is horrible her parents lauren everybody and she just wouldn't hear it you know what i'm saying and it's different when you like you in love with somebody and people don't like that oh he went to jail well yeah he went to jail because he stole food to feed his parents because they didn't have nothing and he was out of a job you know things like that not like you know situations where people are making a, a effort to not 
go into a family or marry into a family, what have you, they want to marry that person out. So that, that would be the best example of that. So again, it may suck for you to hear this kind of stuff, but in the long run, it helps you. So now that you've seen Karen for exactly who she is and what she does, you've made the decision since you're not going to go down the street of Kevinville, that it's time to send her on her way. It's time to break it down to Karen and let her know this ain't working. Basically, it's time to cut that Karen all the way off. Synchronize your swatches, kids. Just like it's 87. Because it's go time. So now in this tumultuous romance you have going on with Cabby, you realize, you know what? <sighs> this ain't going to work. I, I can't. I, I'm not. I won't. I shouldn't. I'm out. And so, once you've made the determination that, you know, you're gone, like, you're done, um, I'm a planner, you know, I plan, like, my vacations down to the T, I like to have things in order, especially if I'm in a city that I don't know, or what have you, same thing for a relationship, you don't know what's gonna happen when you give Care Bear or Kevin the news that, you know, it ain't working, no shout out to lauren hill um so you have to make a game plan of how you're gonna do it when you're gonna do it and what happens afterwards how (laughs) how do you cut this care bear off b well the type of person i am right i'm an aries aries typically are about blunt decisions confrontation if we got to if we got to argue fine but with also an Aries we pick our fights as well you know we we don't waste a lot of time we want to be happy and if that ain't gonna be with you then I'm out or what have you so I for me the way I guess I would want to be cut off I don't have any caring tendencies, but the way I would want to be cut off is just tell me we done. Don't drag it out. Don't have me thinking something else. Don't, you know, because with Karen's, they minds are racing 24-7. They're making up stories, making up feelings, making up things that never happened, but they thought it happened or they interpreted it this way and you meant it, all that kind of shit. That's what they doing in their head all the time. You know, a Karen bitch ain't got to get ready because that bitch stay ready. You understand what I'm saying? So with that being said, I think you need to be honest with Care Bear. And I don't know if you just want to say like, and honestly, you could just be like, you know, I just don't want to do this no more. It's my decision or what have you. Or if you want to tell the bitch about herself, you can tell the bitch about herself too. You can be like... Yeah, I hate the way that whenever we go out, how waiters and waitresses groan before they come to the table because you haven't been there before. 
I hate the fact that I just can't go into a convenience store, get my gas and my funions, and, and leave without a manager being called or the cops being threatened to be called. I, I just want an easy, regular schmegler life. And I can't have that easy, breezy, Karen girl, regular schmegler life dealing with you. So, you know, your family or what have you, they've been waiting for this day. So it's not going to be anything for them to be like, you know, hey, I'm really not dealing with Karen no more. If you want to go ahead and block on your social media, because let's say, to be honest, they was only on there because y'all was together. Like I say, they've been waiting for you to dump her. They knew what was up. The real ones and, and whatnot, even the ones that, you know, that drop out of your life they glad to hear she finally gone now you get to see them again and again with those people it's not a matter of um they left you or abandoned you they just knew that it wasn't gonna be right and instead of like having any input in it or what have you wanting to make you know wanting you to make the decision on your own to cut them off they went on ahead and they just took a step back again the real ones don't give a fuck about all that i'm gonna keep it real you need to dump that Karen bitch quickly and expeditiously. So conversation may go something like, you know, Karen, again, I just, it's, it's something I don't want to do anymore or what have you. And, and, you know, Karen's going to have her rebuttals. I thought you left me. Well, you know, Karen, we, we were very fond of each other. I want to say I was on the path to loving you, but you know, we've only been together like three months so you really can't have those kind of in-depth feelings you were cheating on me the whole time now it's gonna start getting nonsensical right no no karen we was always together i I, you know i really enjoyed you until i i saw some things that i really wasn't happy with and so i talked to you about it before and they constantly keep coming up so i'm just gonna you know i'm just gonna leave you be i think it's just best for the both of us that we go find people we want in our lives to make us be the very best James, Karen, or whatever we want to be. You can't leave me. That kind of stuff. And then, you know, eventually, once Karen gets tired of, you know, the toy not being new and shiny, then, you know, she'll move on. And, you know, she'll call you and text you and and all that good shit. But eventually she'll get it. And, you know, she'll move on to her next victim, boyfriend. What what are they the same anyway? And, And then you can move on. You can take lessons from this relationship and apply it to the next. Not meaning judge the next person for Karen's actions, but learn to see things early. Learn to cut, you know catch the bullshit from right off the bat be in a position where when she's saying things you know like against black lives matter or you know poor people can't do this or they shouldn't have to do that that kind of stuff you can go ahead and nip that in the bud because the last thing you want to do is become compliant and then um or comply with it sorry or comply with it and then now you're a kevin now you're arguing with kids that's you know driving their bus riding their bicycles down the sidewalk on a nice spring day now you are having an argument with your neighbor because 
when they barbecue, the smoke is coming over to your side of the fence and you don't like it because you're a vegetarian now and it's getting on your nerves. Things like that. So, that's it. I think that's all I got to say. <laughs> In regards to cutting a Karen off, it's it's fairly easy. And I'll, I'll say this as well. Um, if There are some times where you can't cut, cut off a Karen. Sometimes you do go... You don't get out soon enough and you go ahead and then you marry that person. Oh, now y'all got kids together. Now you got to outside of the marriage when y'all got kids together. You're going to have to deal with Karen because Karen's is, you know, your kid's mother or Kevin's your kid's father. And so, um, for the most part, you know, you do want to keep the peace, um, in order just for the kids, right? But if you don't have kids with this person or if you are not married to this person or it's going to cost you a whole bunch of money to get out take heed quickly stop making up excuses you dealing with a fucking Karen Karen is manipulative Karen victimizes herself and Karen will weaponize police the manager or whoever against you she'll weaponize some of your friends against you so it is sooner to cut karen it it, i'm sorry it's better to cut karen off as soon as you can let that bitch go Well, all right. Well, for real? You're all famous. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, we have reached the end of the show. So, what we talk about today, kids? We talked about courting a Karen, which, again, nine times out of ten, you're not going to know it. Keeping a Karen. You wanted to see how this relationship was going to go. So you introduced it to your friends and stuff. And, you know, you settled into that relationship and saw, yeah, I I can't fuck with this bitch. And then you had to learn how to cut that Karen off. So I would say a a well-rounded, fully robust, like, you know, Italian dressing kind of show. And I will say this. I, I guess my my parting words. The sooner you recognize that you're dealing with a Karen, the quicker you can end it. The less people get hurt, the less time you waste. Right? Because once you, even when you marry the person, you're either going to become a Kevin or you're going to become a Karen because, you know, Dirty Sock Rule, Chris, uh, Chris Rock, Google it. Or you're going to have to break break free and it's going to cost you a whole bunch of money. God forbid if you have kids because no matter what, you're going to have to deal with that Karen or Kevin for the rest of your life. So just, just be careful out there, kids. Just be careful. Um, I want to give a special shout out 
to Stephanie, one of my listeners. Happy birthday, girl. Hope you enjoy yourself. Hope it's everything that you wanted to be, even in this Rona type of society. Chick, chick, chick. I got bars. And yeah, that's it. So uh, be safe out there, y'all. And again, my name is Patricia G. And now you can step out of the room because you've listened to the Karen Chronicles 2.0. And I'm out.